Ask the Podcast Coach for May 6, 2023. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. It's that music that means it's Saturday morning. It's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I'm Dave Jackson from the schoolofpodcasting.com. And joining me right over there, notification free, the one and only Jim Collison from uh, uh, TheAverageGuy.tv. Jim, how's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave. Happy Saturday morning to you. I feel like I'm coming off a four-day weekend with May the 4th and May the 5th, two made-up holidays that Americans have taken from other or made up or whatever, but we made it. We made it here to Saturday. It took us a few tries. Maybe it was the long weekend hangover that got us there. Which is good, but uh, you know what goes good with Star Wars? Yeah, a little coffee. A little coffee, mm-hmm. absolutely. And, uh, of course... That uh, that lovely coffee pour is brought to you by Mark over at podcastbranding.co. If uh, you want to look good, it's super simple. There's only one place you need to go, and that is Mark over at podcastbranding.co. He is not only an award-winning graphic artist, he is a podcaster. So that whole like, well, it's kind of like a radio. Yeah, you don't have to explain that to him. He knows it exactly. And he's going to sit down. He's going to check out your website. He's going to check out your podcast. And the whole goal is to make sure that your brand, hence podcastbranding.co, is in alignment with itself so that you get maximum impact with all of your content. I've used him for the School of Podcasting, Podcast Rodeo Show, Ask the Podcast Coach. All those designs are by Mark. And if you want to see more designs from Mark, go over to podcastbranding.co and tell him that Dave and Jim sent you. And the bonus is he's from Canada, which means he's polite. So go check him out. You're going to not regret it at all. There's a double negative. Podcastbranding.co. Yes, you're, you're not going to not regret it. That's a, a double negative. <laughs> it's all right. Big uh, big thanks to Dan LeFebvre over there, based on a true story podcast at based on a true story podcast. .com. This week, Chernobyl 2. If you're just having trouble getting out of the dull drums of life, right? head over there, uh, Chernobyl Part 2. And of course, if you want to know how much of that was based on a true story, Dan will have the answer for you. Dan, thanks for your sponsorship. Well, our first question comes from the one and only Randy Cantrell. He says, Mac, Mac users, can I do it with my Randy? No, that's really Dave Ramsey. He just got a, ban- he just got a brand new Mac. Yeah. Uh, what multi-track DAW do you use? I have a small need for one for a special project. Hey, it's a podcast question. Cause you know, the answer is it depends. See if it was a podcast, I would say Hindenburg. And I still kind of say Hindenburg, but on the other hand, audition is kind of the Cadillac that'll do just about anything. So, you know, and of course yeah, there's if, audacity. If I was going to say, if you know Audacity already, it, and it's just a small project, that may be the the easiest, most accessible. You know, it kind of depends what you own, Randy. If you if you own any of those other DAWs, and you, I always say for small projects, don't make them a big project. Go with stuff you know, because if you mm. take on new software, you got to learn it. It takes twice as long. You know, even if it even if the functionality is pulled back just a little bit, that my go to would be would be Audacity on a Mac. Audacity, I just redid the tutorials at the School of Podcasting, and they've updated the interface, and it's getting better. But I mean, I haven't played with their effects yet. 
I saw where they added a noise gate, which was kind of cool. Uh, so that would be my uh, my recommendation. What I needed. A lot of good, a lot of good advice, and this is the problem with it in the chat. Yeah, like Logic, Logic Pro, Pro yep. you know, Hindenburg's out there. What else did I see? Reaper. So, yeah, it, you know, I guess it. De- yeah, yeah, I guess it depends what you already own and, and what you know. Because I know right, somebody right. joined the school of podcasting once, and they were like, "Oh yeah, I, uh, I'll have to go through uh, the Audacity course because I use GarageBand. They said, hold on a second. I said, do you know GarageBand? And they're like, yes. And I go, then don't learn a new one. I go, you can do it. I said, I'm not a huge fan just from an editing standpoint that in GarageBand, you have to make a split after the whatever, the um, and then a split before the um, and then you delete it and then you put them together. And unless that's changed, that's, it's been a while since I've seen GarageBand, but, uh, you know, sometimes it's just go with what you know. I mean, I still use Sony SoundForge for if I want to edit out ums and stuff. Why? Because it's the first thing I knew. And I was like, sure, I could do that in Audacity and Hindenburg. But I'm like, I kind of know this one. So I, I do cleanup in SoundForge. And then the finished interview I throw into to Hindenburg. So we've we've solved the mystery. Uh, Dan says Chernobyl from HBO. There are five episodes. Okay. So that's it. So cool. it's, when he says Chernobyl 2, he's... It's the one series. It's the second. It's a really good uh, series. If you haven't watched it, that was like, holy cow. So it's crazy that way. Uh, but our, our here's another fun question. How to be funny is what I'm titling this. I'm starting a podcast. And as the title says, I'm starting a podcast because that's what he put. I'm not sure what to name it. And I'm going for all these things. So here's his laundry list. True crime. Folklore. Oh, I'm not even sure what folklore is. That like stories of? Yeah, they may or may not be true. Yeah, we have uh, we have one here in uh, out in the the sticks parts of Ohio. There's Crybaby Bridge. That if you go there at midnight, you know, and open your windows, you'll hear the whatever. Yeah, that's folklore. Mm -hmm. Uh, Conspiracy theories and paranormal. So he's got a lot on his plate there. I tried looking up ideas online, but and he wanted to be funny. Well, that, it's but okay. it isn't really anything I haven't seen before. So that's his thing. I also would like advice on how to make things funny because <laughs> there's nothing more funny than true crime. Yeah, and true then crime. she got shot in the head. <laughs> Woo. Okay. Or interesting. I'd like to make things funny or interesting when doing this by myself as far as scripting goes. And so it's for me, I looked at the laundry list again. I mean, folklore you could i mean if you're going to kind of poke fun at stuff you know like oh well so and so thinks this not that they would do this or that you could be kind of sarcastic but i just to me when somebody says kind of how how do i make things funny i'm i'm thinking i could be wrong maybe humor is not your strong suit i i don't know so i was just thinking uh you know do your friends think you're funny because mm-hmm. there's a a a lesson in the school of podcasting. It says, you know, what do you think you're good at? And then number two, what do your friend, what do your friends say you're good at? Because that might be, uh, yeah. Do people tell you you're funny? That's yeah. probably like unsolicited. <laughs> right. If they go like my, my number four son is we, we call him ninja, ninja humor. <laughs> Cause he just drops in and strikes and then he's gone. And you're like, how does he do it? We laugh and laugh and laugh. He, we tell him all the time. He's funny. And now he never says I'm, fu- I'm funny right? or I want to be funny. 
he just is. And I, I think for, for a lot of people that humor is a talent that I don't, I mean, you can get better at it. You can practice it. You can be ironic. You know, you can do, you can be sarcastically funny. You can be self-deprecatingly funny. I mean, some of those things you can learn to do. I think for most people, you know, the key to any humor is timing. And that's the hardest part for people to get. They, they have a hard time waiting for the laugh. You know, you got to wait, you got to stop, you know, type deal. So I think you can get better at it. I just don't know how folklore and true crime and and the other, the other two, they don't lend themselves to, to comp. Now, Hey, if you feel like you can get it done, give it a try. That would, I would be interesting. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, the daily show on HBO um, last week, tonight, all those shows are about politics and often not very fun, you know, politics. They're talking about, but they're making fun of it. So that might be a a way to, uh, to do that, but it's, you know, Lizzie Borden, the comedy, you know, um, although uh, Brad was on man, probably a month ago, Dr. Brad Miller, who has been recently, you know, he's, he's in the middle of some cancer treatment and he's starting a podcast called cancer and comedy. Mm-hmm. And that was partly based on some feedback. I said, that makes me want to click it. Cause it has a like, wait, what that's, those are two words that don't go together. Mm-hmm. And so, um, well, you can make fun of the genre too, right? I mean, you can be ironic or you can, you can be, um, sarcastic around the genre of it. You know, I think like Bill Hader, he, he's able to imitate the guy from 24 hours. No. What's the, what's the show with the, Oh, Kiefer uh, Sutherland. Yeah. 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 That one, uh, 24. Is it 20? No, 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 no. The news show. Oh, crap. I've forgotten. It's it's 24 something. Uh, the chat room will help. Ted Dateline. Co- that's what uh, it is. Oh, okay. Dateline. It's not 24. It's Dateline. Okay. And the guy, you know, the guy has a certain, you know, cadence. Right. About, and I won't do it because I'm not good at it. But so Bill Hader imitates him like interviewing a murderer. Right. And you would think. <laughs> And, 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 and of course, he's very, I mean, he's very over the top with it and right. Right, those kind of things. But he, it's, it's making fun of the genre or it's, it's poking fun at the host, not the, not the actual act. Right. You know, and, and, and so, yeah, I don't know. But you're right. Timing. In fact, Steve Martin has an old joke and he goes, you know, Steve, how can you be so funny? And he's like, well, it really boils down to, to time, time, timing, time, timing, time. Um, but I was watching um, Friends last night because it's on 24-7, you know, just turn on the TV. There's Jennifer and and Ross and the whole gang. And it was a scene between Jennifer Aniston and David Schwimmer. And she's trying to get him to not go do something with his girlfriend. And and there's this whole thing. And she's really being ever so like, uh, what's that whole passive aggressively seductive, right? She's trying to, to kind of lure him in. And there's this awkward pause and it was the world's best awkward pause. And then it's, there's a, there's a spot there where there's awkward pause. And then if he had gone like another second and a half, it would have been like, Hey, did Schwimmer forget his line? Cause it was really there. And then he goes, okay, bye. And that was the, like the joke. And I was like, man, that whole joke was based on that timing. And that was perfect. So that's hard to teach. That's where, uh, if we go back to, uh, to Glenn, of course. Glenn's just going to tell you. Um, don't be boring. Yeah, but that's where Glenn says every impod, every podcaster should take an improv class because that's just something you 
you kind of just play with or whatever. Yeah. But uh, yeah. also the other thing that I, I think would be hard, and I don't know because I'm just sarcastic, but scripting out something funny, mm, I'm not really sure. Because I, I had three people. I did something last week, and I put it at the end as a blooper. And I was explaining how I, I said, I'm kind of like, I don't know why, but people make it hard to download a podcast on their website. Like you go there, you can click and stream it, whatever. But I'm like, yeah, I want to download link because I'm not going to stay on your website forever. I just want the podcast, especially for the podcast rodeo show. And I said, it's kind of like, you know, let me take it with me. It's like a sample. And I go, it's kind of like the guy back when we had malls, there was always a guy at the food court giving out little pieces of chicken. And I said, uh, so, you know, I want to taste your chicken. And I said, that is the world's worst pickup line. (laughs) (laughs) And exactly. So I put it at the end and everybody was like, dude, that was, I don't know where that came from. And that wasn't written down. It wasn't scripted. It was just a weird thought that came in my head and blah, blah, blah. So that's where, you know, so sometimes, you know, maybe humor is not your strength. So, you know, do it like a serious show then and and get the facts or things like that. What I, I know, you know, obviously your company has strengths finders. Mm-hmm. What if, if somebody takes that test, what are they going to? I, I know the answer is they're going to find their strengths, but like what, what are the strengths or are, are there yeah. different categories or? Yeah, not to make it a huge commercial, but yeah. but thirty four the uh, 34, 34 of these talent themes that we've identified that uh, that you can generally apply to business and life for success, just kind of in a general. So words like learner, right? Hey, there are folks who really like the process of learning. They're good at it. They like to do it a lot. They they enjoy it. There are some things you can apply to that uh, um, uh, that would make you more successful. I have one called a ranger, which means I like, it's like a conductor theme. I like to have all kinds of things going on all at the same time. And I can manage lots of things happening at once. And I thrive off that. I'm good in those situations. That's why podcasting has kind of worked for me, especially like doing interview shows where you got to be thinking about what the audience is saying and what you're saying and what your guest is saying. And then you got to get the show from the beginning to the end. Uh, That's my number one theme. And so that, you know, podcasting kind of fits nicely in that. And it's made me, it's helped identify me as a good, as a, I think a good interviewer, you know, and, hanging out with you. Like we got all kinds of things, all kinds of crazy stuff going on. No two weeks are the same. We don't script anything. (laughs) Um, it, that fits for some people that's not comfortable, but for me, I thrive. So that's, that's those themes kind of help identify areas where you can thrive. Yeah. The, the only thing that's scripted is there it is. There's that music that means it's Saturday morning. Other than that, (laughs) the rest is off the top of my head and maybe get the episode number right down here maybe. You know, before we get started. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's see if that's going to do what I think it's going to do. I'm playing with things behind the scene. No, I'm not. We're good. Well, we have some fun comments here. So uh, first of all, Randy says going back to his multi daw, you know, multi-track daw on a Mac, he has to produce an hour long show for radio and he needs to insert music and spots. I'm saying Hindenburg. And the reason for that is, let me share my screen, is uh, it's got the ability to drag stuff in, and then later you can figure out what kind of angle 
you want it to go at. And I'm trying to window. Here we go. So in theory, um, this is Hindenburg. This is the future of podcasting. And over here, I've got like, this is the music that I put under our boosts. Um, this is the last 10 seconds. So I will drag that in. So if I were to, to get rid of that here, I've already got that set up, faded in. So I just go put that into the end. Um, you can rename these and it's super easy to just say, oh, here's that one section. And if I hold down, I believe it's the option key on the Mac, I could drag this over here and I could say, wait, that's the, you know, that's the ending, blah, blah, blah. So I love it for, this is why I love it for podcasting. It's made for storytelling. And then there are things in here such as a loudness meter, which comes in handy for radio because you can see how many luffs it is and things like that. Um, so that's uh, that's why I like, and then you can do things like if you want to fade something out, you just drag it. If I go, wait, I don't need this whole thing. I want to stop it here. It's a pretty handy tool. And my favorite thing, what really sold me on Hindenburg was when I came here and said, show me the equalizer. And it gave me, bass, middle, and treble. And I was like, oh yeah, I remember those. That's exactly how my stereo looked like in my, in my living room. So it's a, it's a pretty handy tool, you know, and for me, it's the, it's the three bears, right? It's, it, you know, Adobe Audition. Okay. It's got maybe a little too many features in it. Audacity. God love it. More functional than it used to be, but still pretty doggone ugly. Um, and you have to like, step over things like distortion and things made for a guitar. I'm like, so Hindenburg for me, cause it's about storytelling, but you can definitely easily pop in music to that. So that would be my advice. But, uh, uh, you know, and Randy wants to know if he, he, he says, uh, should, he has the light version. Should he upgrade? Do you know? No, nah, you should be good. The big thing that the pro version does is it has a noise reduction knob, which I love because it's one knob that says more. You just turn it up until it tunes out the noise. So if everything you have is decently recorded, then you should be that. And the other thing I think it does is it enables, it makes it really easy to basically record whatever you're listening to. So a lot of people will do that if they like want to play their, um, what's the whole legal thing? Um, the people, uh, they want to play their fair use card. So they're going to pull some audio off of YouTube and you can record, you can say basically whatever I'm listening to, add that to a track, which comes in handy. If you ever wanted to do interviews and you didn't want to use a squad cast, it makes it really easy to go. I'm on track one and whatever is coming through my speakers, which would be your guest is on channel two. And I think that's the big difference between, there might be some other things, but I, I would try it with light and then, uh, you know, Hindenburg Pro is four hundred bucks. Yeah, I'm getting ready to yeah. buy it uh, probably today. One of the the, the other, you know, I mentioned I updated the tutorials in uh, for Audacity, and the other program that's in the School of Podcasting is Hindenburg. And I was like, oh, which isn't hard. It's just a matter of I watched my first video and then recreate it in you know the new interface, and then I'll mm -hmm. be pointing out any new features that are there. But um, it's, uh, you know, um, and then, uh, DR says I made my audacity pretty dark with colored waves. It's super cool now. Well, there you go. So you don't have to stay with the ugly stuff. Now you missed the, you missed the, the, uh, emphasis oh. on that. She made it pretty 
Ah, dark mode. No. <laughs> Not I, pretty dark mode. But anyways, it's just it was just a yeah. you, you put the wrong emphasis uh, the emphasis on the wrong syllable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the uh coach Dave says, "How do you do ask the podcast coach basically?" So what I'm doing is I think I can do this again. I will share my screen for anybody listening. I'll try to explain what the heck. Yeah, I'm I can go right there. This is pod page which of course ask the podcast coach runs on pod page. You want to try pod page, go to trypodpage.com and it's under a uh, website. And then there's a thing called uh, pretty redirects, which is what we're looking here. So you can see, I have zoom above cast. Wow. That's old. So every week I come in here and I go in and out this, I can't do, but in, in Streamyard, I go in and, and, you can just basically go to the link on YouTube where the show is going to be, copy that link, and I just come in here and it says, hey, it's going to be askthepodcastcoach.com slash live. And I just copy and paste in my YouTube link and then I go back and update the other one and, you know, it takes all of, I don't know, 10 seconds. The hardest part is just because I have so many of these uh, that, um, and again, they're called pretty redirects. You do have to have, I believe, the pro version of PodPage to do that. But honest, and the fun thing now is I'm like, I did make one called question, right? It's in here somewhere. You, you, can you search by at the top? Does there, is there a search? No, but that's a great, no. I'm going to have to throw that one to Brendan and say, Hey buddy, how about a search? I know it's Pre- in here. Pretty links on WordPress. You can go into yeah. the, to the, to the, you know, the, the, uh, the page there and then is. search. So here's the slash question. And that's our link to StreamYard today. So that's how I do it. Well, um, during the week, you you kind of keep an eye on kind of questions and things that are going on during the week as well, right? And, yeah. And Facebook and some of the other things. Yeah. If I go to, let me see. So that's that's how I do the the whole slash live slash whatever. And then during the week, yeah, I'm always looking for questions. But most of the time, like this morning, the ones I got, I've been using Reddit uh, a bit more because they kind of ask in a way. Uh, I think better questions. They're not not better. It's um, it's just not quite so. What's the best microphone under a hundred bucks? Which, by the way, everybody knows it's the Samson Q2U or the ATR twenty one hundred X. According to uh, Daniel, he says the output's a little louder. And I'm like, oh, did not know that. But um, let me. Then the other thing I do is this, which is Podcast Studio Pro, which is free now because there are ads somewhere in here. But if I go in to ask the, and I don't use this at all for what it's supposed to, um, Daniel and I use this for the future of podcasting, but you're supposed to come here to your notes. And then in theory, if I drag this down, I could say, Hey, this one. So this is the one we just did. How, how am I funny? So I just copy it. And this is why I use that. It's huge. I don't have to really strain to read that. But if I wanted to, I could have said, Hey, put this on episode 12 and then put it here kind of thing. So it's, if you're trying to plan out your show, it's really handy, but I just basically use it for a big giant note board. So you can see some of the things we might talk about Jim's early days. Uh, we might talk about affiliate marketing. Um, somebody here is talking about a sports show and then uh, YouTube, which uh, DR mentioned earlier. And I was like, oh, cool. We can just, uh, we'll, we'll jump off of DR's comment to uh, do that. So that's the other thing I use to do that. Now, another really cool tool, if you want to, uh, if you have, if you're doing research links, 
Now, obviously, you can use anything for this. You could use Evernote. You can use OneNote. You could use a Google Doc, whatever you want. But uh, I just was playing with it. I was, again, making a video for the School of Podcasting, Captivate. Captivate has this cool feature. I can go, hey, I want to mention this particular link, and then here are all my different shows. So if I say, hey, this is for the Akron podcast, I can make a note here about, you know, John Ritter's cool, and then say add a link. And then later when I go into Captivate, I can pull that in, and it'll throw the links in my show notes. And I was like, that's pretty slick. So it's another way similar to, you know, the, uh, oh, the other thing I was mentioning, I didn't even see the name of it. It is a uh, podcast studio. Where'd it go? Pro. Let me make sure I, I give the plug for that. Yes. Podcast studio pro. I'll have links in the uh, show notes when we're done here, but that's, that's the stuff I use. Sure. SM7B through a roadcaster two with a newly formatted, um, SD card. Although I did buy new cards, I just didn't plug them in. Did you get them ready today? Greg uh, says uh, you make the StreamYard overlay in, in Canva, Canva as well. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. And, and it, I, I stole that from you. I did the same thing. I have a backdrop for Home Gadget Geeks, and you just go and change the episode number. Although yeah. you almost missed it this week, and I almost missed it this week. So it's one of those kinds of things you gotta make sure. And I've done it for I don't know. I've been doing it now for six months, maybe, and yet this last week I forgot. Yeah. And Canva is something, uh, the question of the month uh, for the school of podcasting at school of podcasting.com slash question is what's your, like your favorite tool. And I'm like, that could be software. It could be hardware. I'm leaving it really open. And as we are talking about this now, man, the thing I use all the time is Canva. Mm -hmm. um, and so here's, here's the backdrop right here. And all I do is I come in I change because you never even really see the big number behind us. We're we're in front of it. I'll change this to 436. I'll change this down here to 436 and, and download it. But um and the also is I, I've never played much with the the different um like this is not Canva made this background blurry and I couldn't even tell you how I did it. I know it's uh I took this with um the Elgato Face Cam Pro and I went in to edit the photo. And I think it was this autofocus thing that I did, but there are all sorts of cool, you know, it's, it's for whatever it is, nine bucks, 10 bucks a month. It's definitely cool. So um, it's uh, that's another tool that I use a lot. Co Coach Dave asked a good question. Uh, he says, uh, do you have a Canvas StreamYard template for sizing and different guest numbers, like two guests or three guests? And no. you could do that um, yeah. in StreamYard. You know, you just have two templates. And then update those with the show number, bring both of those into StreamYard. Then you just need to go to the brand tab and if you and flip in between them. Like if you were gonna like in this uh, in this case, Dave, yeah, you just flip to it there. Um in this case, where we have guests coming and going, then you just need to make sure you have both show numbers ready so that you can flip in between the the backgrounds but yeah. yeah you could do that you know you would want to move the episode probably over well we already have the episode on the side uh maybe maybe the logo at the bottom down here moves up to the top yeah. up here above ask the podcast coach and and then yeah. the other thing that right now i can turn on and off is this is actually a logo. The uh, if, if you're not watching this, in the upper right-hand corner, I have a scan me, and it's a QR code. And uh, can you hear the Hells Angels pulling into my driveway? 
Yeah, I was going to say, did, did you just move to the interstate? Or? I did, yeah. I don't know what's going on, but uh, so I can add different logos up there. You know, usually, of course, we all love the duck from StreamYard and uh, we got Mark's podcast branding, but uh, I decided to throw a QR code up there just for, for giggles. And um, where does that happens. take me? That will take you, I believe, to my buy me a coffee page. Do you drink coffee? I don't. <laughs> I drink. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Can we take a 10 second tangent? Yeah. This is, um, I'm trying this. It is a circle and I bought the, all I bought was the top. And mm-hmm. what, what you do is it comes with this little, we're not going to make any kind of. Yeah. 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 Keep going. Yeah. Keep going. Uh, yep. And then what you do <laughs> is you put this in and there's a little dial and this is currently iced tea. And then you, the, the more you turn it, the more iced tea is in your water. So it's for the person that knows like, Hey, probably what's in this is not as healthy as it should be. But instead of drinking just Snapple, which is just sugar and sugar and more sugar, um, you know, this allows you to do it. And I was surprised because it actually tastes like tea. Uh, oh. And then these are like three bucks to replace them. And of course, you know, you just go into YouTube and type in circle hack. And somebody's like, Oh, here, you just break it apart and put your own stuff in. But, um, yeah, it's it was I think this was five bucks and the flavoring is three and so far it's not it's not it's not bad. There are times when I take a big old I, I've learned that I have to tip my bottle and then drink because if I tip the bottle and the water isn't there yet and I start to suck it in, it just has I'm sucking in air that tastes like plastic. <laughs> Mm, just like mom used to make. So there we go. That's a that's a that's a huge endorsement. For yes, that. thank you. <laughs> but, so, how's that spelled? K L nine seven four eighty eighty four hundred eight six seven five three zero nine. How do you spell that? <laughs> yeah, C I R K U L. Yeah, I was and then cool. And you would think that like that would be their website, and not it's not. It's like drink circle or whatever but yeah, yeah. you go to support the show.com slash circle and you buy something i think i get a free one of these which is uh so cool is the way i want you to pronounce it so cool yes uh strawberry and watermelon or uh i think i have orange around here so i'm just i'm trying to do the healthy thing and uh the more i read into what is actually in a mountain dew i went yeah that's oh, just yeah. that's just poison Met- yeah anyway yeah. meanwhile Back. Okay. Um, healthy, healthy choices is what, what you're looking try, for. Yes, trying to make something. Yeah. And so I wanted to go back to, have you discussed the recent stats out that say podcasts on YouTube is not successful? Uh, why was it successful before they publicized that and it's on YouTube music? Yeah. In other words, people are starting to, I did it this morning. So I'm not going to say the name of the video because I don't want you to go look at it. Um, but I have a video that has about 3,500 views on it, but it's old. It's like probably three or four years old. And so I made a playlist that should get some traction. And I made that video because I know it's popular. That's a good topic. The number one thing in the playlist. So in theory, if somebody goes to that playlist, which of course now is a podcast in YouTube music, I'm like, it should be getting more plays than it was. And so far it's not like it's getting the same amount of nothing that it has for, you know, it gets maybe a play a day if I'm lucky. 
you know, so it's nothing crazy. Now that's a very limited, you know, that's a survey of one with one video, but I was like, well, in theory, it should be going up a, a little. And when I looked around, it's the good news is YouTube analytics are insane, but there's still a little confusion because you can sit, go in and say, show me where my traffic is coming from. And then one says playlists and then another one says playlist page. And I was like, wait, what's the difference between that? So uh, it's going to be slightly challenging maybe to figure out if this is working or not. But here's my thought. I thought about this today. So, you know, let's say, you know, I use uh, right now, probably my favorite app is uh, Castomatic for the whole podcasting 2.0 thing. And the only thing in there are podcasts. So if all of a sudden Castomatic announced, hey, we now do soap operas. If you'd like the audio of soap operas, just go to the soap opera tab. And I'm like, oh, hey, thanks so much. Uh, good job on that. And I'm never going to use it because I'm, I'm going to Castomatic for podcasts. So the fact that you've got a music app and everybody's finding their favorite music and they're making their playlist and they go, oh, by the way, for all you people that love music, here's some spoken word for you. I, I'm not surprised that you, it, the only way that's going to work, in my opinion, is for the person that was using Apple Podcasts for their podcast and YouTube Music for their their music stuff. And they went, oh, cool. Now I can put them all in one spot. But I'm like, eh, I don't know. Because for me, what I have found, at least, is like, Jim, how hard would it be for you to move from one podcast app to another one? Like, are you pretty... Like how, how loyal oh, are you? I wouldn't like it for like a week, but uh, you know, once I learned the, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty easy, you know, me personally getting in the app, I'm pretty good at making changes. So, yeah. yeah. So I uh, could, I, I if, have if Marco, Marco, right. On, yeah. on overcast, if he like did something stupid and borked the yeah. overcast, I could probably move to any of the other six that are out there. I might even go back to Apple. I, go back to Apple podcasts. I haven't in a while, but I, I, when I go in, cause there are times when somebody be like Apple podcast, meh, meh, meh. so I have to go into Apple podcasts and they've added a bunch of stuff that I'm like, I need to go maybe listen. Cause the nice thing about Apple podcasts is you can sync it across devices. So I could in theory, like be on my phone, go on my Mac. Um, I, th I know you can, um, to the woman in the tube from Amazon say play such and such podcast on Apple podcasts. And she does a pretty good job of doing that. What was so weird about that is I asked her to play my show on Amazon music and she kept playing the wrong. It was like nursing school podcast or something. I'm like, no, that's not it. But then I said, Hey, play the school of podcasting on Apple podcasts. And she was like, here it is. Episode number such and such blah, blah, blah. And off she went. I was like, that's really weird that it must be an Amazon search then that it couldn't find my show or something. It was really weird. But um, I'm using right now Pocket Cast. I've been, it's a weird thing. I've I've just been picking a new app and, um, and playing with it. And see, you're using Overcast. That's, that's my I ultimate am. favorite of all. Like the only reason I like Castomatic is it looks like he stole Marco's code. Like to the point where I'm like, I, you, Marco, you might want to look at that. But uh, Pocket Cast is pretty cool. The one thing that I'm really surprised at in many apps is 
in Overcast and Castomatic, you can make a playlist. So let's say you have three shows that you listen to and they're all about money. You can make a money playlist and say, anytime there's a new episode from any of these three shows, download it and put it over here. And when you click play on the first one, it's great. And when that episode's over, it goes to the next one or the next one. That to me is like the epitome. Like that's my bike riding playlist feature I need. And so many podcasts don't, apps don't have this. What they have is a queue. And this is where I uh, always get on my, my podcast episode title kind of soapbox because they don't add it to, like you are in control of your queue with Overcast and Castomatic. It's automatic. And so what makes you put it in the queue is either, A, I just love everything Jim does, so there's another Jim show. There it goes. But the other one is the title. And you go, oh, yeah, definitely add that to the queue. So I actually, when I'm using some of these apps, I open it up and I go, yep, no, thank you. No, thank you. So it's almost like a, a dating app. You're like, yep, swipe left, swipe left. Okay, add to the queue, swipe left, swipe. And I have no idea which one's better, left or right. But anyway, you get the idea. So I'm just kind of like, yeah, this is where your episode titles really do come in handy because that's what's going to convince somebody, are you going into the queue or not? It is it is nice to change apps from time to time for house cleaning purposes or just wipe out all your <laughs> wipe out all your subscriptions and then wait till you're thinking like, okay, I'm driving. I'm going to take a second and uh, load this podcast that I use. Because sometimes I think I was guilty of this for a while. I was getting so many. I was subscribing to so many podcasts. Then they were loading onto my phone. Then I was never listening to them. Yeah. And so I think from time to time, I just go out, do some house cleaning, wipe out almost everything. Then if it comes back to my mind, like, oh, yeah, I haven't heard that in a while. I can go back and resubscribe to it. Not a bad way to kind of do some house cleaning. If you have a phone that, um, you know, the files are getting bigger. If you have an older phone and you you might be taking out most of your memory on your yeah. phone uh, with your podcast app, they can get pretty big. Well, that's what I love about Overcast and Castomatic. You can say only keep X amount of episodes for this show. So like I know there's a daily show I listen to and for a while there, I, I didn't realize I had to just set to keep everything and I would go in. There's this giant list. I'm like, I'm not listening to all those. So I went in and said, okay, keep the last three. And if I don't get it before it goes away, eh, maybe the content's not that great. You know, maybe they're not really, <laughs> maybe if it's something I can skip, then maybe it's something I can skip. So uh, we'll, we'll see. Uh, but um, that's, uh, and what's cool, the reason I started playing with, with Pocket Cast is I believe somewhere in spring, which we're kind of in that time, they're going to add the whole value for value thing. And I thought it was already there. But I know DR says she likes Pocket Cast because they have folders. And that's what I do. I thought folders were like playlists. They kind of are and they're kind of not, unless I miss something. Because I'll go into a folder, click on an episode, but it doesn't go, at least when I'm doing it, doesn't go to the next episode in the folder. It goes back to my queue. And I'm like, huh, that's kind of interesting. Um, so, uh, you, um, you know, so it'd be fun to see when it comes to to YouTube and YouTube music and all the different views and all the stats and things like that. Jim, you, you play a lot in a little more than I do in YouTube. Yeah. And what's interesting, I guess I learned something new this week and I knew it was there, but, but we, uh, at, at Gallup, we had done some advertising on YouTube and, you know, we, you and I harp on this all the time. <laughs> like most people are like, how do I get everything in podcasting for free? Well, sometimes if you want yeah. eyeballs, you're going to have to pay for it. 
and I can't tell you, not because I can't tell you, I don't know what we paid, but we had a video. Uh, we're doing a new series on some things. We had a video and we boosted that thing. We got about 175,000 views on it in oh, just a couple hours by paying for it. Right. And so that's interesting. You kind of go, wow, 175,000 views is pretty good on a video, right? Yeah. Um, so oh. I was looking at the, I was looking at the stats though. I know where you're going. <laughs> and there was like zero engagement, like literally And YouTube has a really toxic culture when it comes to the comments. Right. Yeah. And I, I expected, uh, some more comments. I saw the number and I'm like, oh, I bet there's some comments out there. Nothing <laughs> like just zero comments, very little engagement. The videos were a minute and 15 seconds and, and let's see, yeah, a minute and 15 and we did boost a, uh, or we did pay advertising on a long form, a 30 minute video. Hmm. And yeah, it was really, really interesting. 30 seconds is about all you get. Uh, if you're going to pay for it, I mean, they'll, they'll get the video. They can watch the whole thing. But what I saw in the numbers in the analytics was the first 30 seconds are key. So if you're going to do something like that, if you're going to pay to have it advertised on YouTube, Man, that first thirty seconds better be the best thirty seconds of your life uh, on that video. So interesting. I manage for that channel. I manage the comments, so I go in every day and check the comments right. for that. And we we actually we block them all until they're approved. We don't we don't let people put them on and then go back. Right. I I ask for permission rather than forgiveness on that one because if we had a comment, my CEO saw it, he just loses mind. So, um, so we do that a little bit differently, but yeah, it was, I expected it with 175,000 views. I expected a few comments, even negative ones. Right. Yeah, we just didn't get them. It was interesting. It was interesting. Now, the nice thing about this, this is a series we're designing. We want to attract other folks to come and say, Hey, look at this. Look at what we've done. And you had 175,000 views, right? Type, type deal to, we're trying to entice some leaders to come in and, and take Lipton Strengths and then interview with us. But um, yeah, it was I, I just expected, I thought I'd get a little more engagement than in the comments than what we got. It's, it's always spooky. And the other thing that I find sometimes when I go in with some videos I have, especially if it's, if the numbers have gone up and you're like, oh, cool, I got a bunch of views. And then you go and you're like, oh, and apparently, you know, 34% of these people watched you know 10.5 seconds and you're like wait what like oh so that's always i've seen people that i am subscribed to their youtube channel and you know the whole thing where it's like today we're gonna talk about blah 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 and then of course they have the you know they have the cool music and their logo comes up all right hey guys welcome to the channel and i'm seeing more people they're just like they've cut out the today we're gonna do the blah 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 and they just start. And I was like, wow, really? Because that cuts out maybe five seconds of a, you know, quick swap. I was like, all right, maybe it goes back to that whole, I hate the goldfish thing. Cause I've, I've said before, that's not true. Uh, that's been, that was just debunked. But just the fact that on one hand, I am the king of please get to the point, but it's kind of crazy that I was like, really, we're going to cut out the, the branding part of your show. Like, oh, uh, so but uh, you know what we'll never cut out, of course. Uh, speaking of, let's play some fun music. Uh, our awesome supporters. If you would like to be an awesome supporter, it's super easy. Go over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome. 
And uh, if you are looking to start a podcast, well, I've got courses, I've got coaching, I've got the community, and of course, unlimited one-on-one coaching. And really, if I were to be honest, way too much text on that slide. Uh, go to schoolofpodcasting.com. Uh, and uh, you, should have Mar- you should have Mark clean it up. Yeah, that's it. The <laughs> uh, the spotlight supporter of the week is the one and only Max Trescott over at aviationnewstalk.com. If you are into planes and uh, if you're a pilot, things like that, or if you just wonder what it's like to be a pilot, check him out, aviationnewstalk.com. Uh, I mentioned earlier that if you are looking to make a website for your show, uh, you can tripod page at tripodpage.com. That is my affiliate link, but doggone it, I love pod page. Uh, if you need more Jim Collison, and who doesn't, uh, then just go over to theaveragguy.tv. And if I were to say one thing, Jim, on this line, yeah, it's if I, hmm, I get it, but that .tv is, see, now I see why you did that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I see that. Never mind. Don't change a thing. Yeah. It's perfect. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like to be an awesome supporter, then it's super simple. Just go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome. And to be a featured supporter of the week, you do have to be at the $20 level, but uh, we appreciate all levels. Uh, and and speaking of that, oh, you need more coffee? I do. And uh, I didn't make that logo, by the way. A designer made that logo. Ah, so. well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Now, here's the fun thing. How do I turn off the rock and music? There we go. And now I got to get your coffee faking it now because yeah. i already poured it <laughs> yeah i do uh, one thing on a it's it's tangent tuesday here on uh yeah uh thanks to all the awesome supporters i'll say this as quickly as i can i bought myself out of the my second marriage basically because i was like i don't want to die um, where i thought you were going with that no <laughs> uh, but here's the cool thing due to things like our awesome supporters uh, one of the things I inherited was a real, when I made, used to make jokes about a really large tax bill, uh, that wasn't a joke. Mm-hmm. And to make a long story short, it's not paid off, but I, I got a consolidation loan, which is going to make my life a whole lot better because it turns out the IRS, not really good when it comes to the interest rates. No, uh, no. no, no. And uh, so, but I, I couldn't get a consolidation loan before because I had a giant tax bill. It was kind of a catch 22. And so that has now happened in, Later today, after the show, I'll be going to irs.gov and going here. Take oh, a big, nice. Yeah, so nice. that's it's uh, not rid of a th- that kind of thing hanging out. You're even though you're still making payments. Yeah, I'm still making nice payment, but my life is gonna. And it was like, yep, I've just been because when I went to do this after I got divorced, I was like, and they're like, yeah, you no, sorry, you got too much debt, buddy. And I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I I just bought it, and so I've just been slowly chipping away. Blah blah blah. Yeah. So thanks to all the supporters, I really do appreciate yeah. that. Uh, DR has a question. Have you seen the new show on Peacock? Actually, just cut Peacock uh, and Hulu. I've been on a whole like less is more kind of kick lately. Uh, Mrs. Davis. It's great. It's all about the algorithm is guiding our lives. It's writing is fresh and witty. No, what I'm watching. It won't be now with the writer's strike. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. I wonder, how many, I wonder how many episodes they have. Wait, In the wait can. In the can. Yeah. I wonder if they, how many they have get ready this may be an opportunity this writer strike that's going on mm, here in the United States. yeah maybe a good opportunity for podcasters yeah because right? people are going to need something and they're like well because yeah. i know how long it goes and some of those kinds of things yeah, for, i forget i think it's the late night guys that they're throwing on weird stuff because they're just the writers you know that's, that's well, a some show. of them are refusing to to do that you know to support the writers right 
they're doing, you know, they're saying, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to cross the line. Right. And so we're going to, we're probably going to see, again, it depends how long it goes and some of those kinds of things, but probably going to see a lot of reruns. We're probably going to see some yeah. recycled content, a lot of, probably a lot of reality. <laughs> like, if you That's enough probably reality, you're probably going to get is, more, which is just podcasts. But, yeah. Well, the thing about reality TV is it's, I, I hate to pop your bubble. It's actually not reality. No, it's true. It's written, it's true. you know, and, it's and, so when you saw, you know, on the Gene Simmons family jewels and he happened to break down in Las Vegas and it just so happened that carrot top was the guy that came to help him. Mm-hmm. It turns out that wasn't just a coinky dink. That mm-hmm. was, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dan has the great, but that's it. Who needs writers when you got chat GPT? Did you see that commercial that chat GPT or not chat with, AI made commercial. They they uh, fed it in, and it, and it was you know you've seen some of those weird pictures. Like AI in 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 a lot of cases is still not good at faces. No, and so it's doing all these weird things. Where like the, it's a beer commercial, so they got a beer, and the guy's tongue goes out to the beer <laughs> instead of it. You know, and you're like, oh, that's just not right. Yeah. Now there is some, there are some AI services. Uh, Journey something. I forget yeah. the name of it. Where uh, the the facial stuff is really, really good. I mean, there are some that are better than others at this point. But generally in AI, in AI art, hands and faces are a little questionable. Uh, the text, too. It's There's a lot of AI. Surprisingly, in AI, in a lot of AI art, uh, it doesn't handle text very well. So if you, you're trying to like show an iPad with some text on it. It's all kind of garbled and stuff. Now, maybe there's some things you can do, some tricks you can do with AI to make that better. Uh, I'm sure there are mid-journey. Yeah, Dan, Dan through that. Thanks. Thanks, Dan. Um, so uh, today in the AI, in the AI space, we're, there are uh, offerings and services that are, some are better than others. So you got to, they're not all the same. You got to try out others. This mid-journey does really well at Faces, but others not so good. The one in Canva? Not so good. Yeah. Not so good with faces. I was trying to find it because I I think I paid 25 bucks just to play with it. And it was um, a website. You gave it 20 pictures of your face. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then it came up with these headshots. And there were probably, and you got, I don't know, maybe 15, 20, whatever. And I thought I had a post on this on my They kind of remind me of the old glamour shots. Yeah. Remember the- <laughs> old glamour shots is listen is this going to be is ai art going to be the glamour (laughs) shots of this generation like are we 20 years from now are we going to look back at all this ai generated art stuff and go man that 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 was big hair yeah Yeah. well the thing that was interesting about it is uh i always kind of joke that i have shark teeth my teeth are horrible um but these two especially up front are crooked they're they're kind of um well it straightened those and then took the ones that are kind of straight and made him crooked crooked. (laughs) and i was like wait what the heck but i always wondered what i would look like with straight teeth and now i know thanks to (laughs) to chat cheap or whatever the uh yeah the 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 ai what i've what i've found helpful with ai art is just backdrops for stuff that i'm going to cover with with my own with logo or words or things like that and so kind of gives me a nice you can go out and kind of create a give me a beach you know give me a beach image with the sun going down and i want sand on the bottom half and It'll it'll make a really nice kind of background for you that then you can grab and use on your website. And um, uh, I have found, and then I put words over it. I found that's worked really well for me. 
my favorite was the first time we brought up AI generated art. I used it for our artwork and I forget what it was. I just remember the person was sitting at a desk and they had six fingers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That now kind of weird. If the AI can't handle knowing that the human has five fingers right. and it makes like, is it really that smart? You know, yeah, that's the whole, it's artificial <laughs> Could, intelligence. Couldn't you just, wouldn't that be an important thing to kind of teach it is like humans have five, you know, five fingers in most cases, not all, but, but you know, yeah. So it's, uh, you know, again, it's artificial intelligence, uh, on the, uh, the future of podcasting that's coming out on Wednesday. We were talking about how there are companies now that are using AI to listen to your podcast and then kind of like a food label, like this person is, you know, a mid-level risk to oh. put your ad on it. Oh, it's called barometer. And, uh, we're kind of like, there's part of us that goes, yeah, mm, I don't know about that. But on the other hand, if it finds a super niche podcast that wasn't getting any exposure and somebody goes, Hey, do you know, you know, we're looking for this type of person. They go, oh, actually, there's a podcast over here. So again, as always with any kind of AI stuff, you have to kind of wait and see, um, you know, uh, coach Dave says, I'm waiting for AI to move from facial recognition to <laughs> Facial laser sculpting from your bathroom. That'd be awesome. Just cut that. Just double don't twitch. Chin. Yeah. Just don't twitch. <laughs> don't sneeze. <laughs> when I was at uh, NAB, so this is probably four years ago, if not more. And they had this giant, humongous monitor in this booth. And as you, and there was a camera. And as you walk by the booth, you'd see a little red square go over your face. And it was like, so it's, it's NAB. There's thousands of people. Yeah. And it just caught every single person. And I was like, I don't know what it's doing to my face, but that makes me worried. I'm like, that's, yeah. it's just that whole, welcome to the new world. Yeah. Oh, but but th Dave, think about the thousands of hours of your face on YouTube. Oh yeah, exactly. Like, you know, you, th that's always my, you know, when I, when I see those kinds of things like privacy and you're like, oh yeah. And then I think. Wait a minute. <laughs> There's so much of me everywhere else. It doesn't really. Exactly. You know, if you're worried about privacy, you should. It's already worried. gone. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's already 89, gone. probably something like that. Uh, here's a fun question. Mm -hmm. Have you ever heard of a podcast host? So I'm assuming when you say that, you mean a person, not like a media host, playing fast and loose with stats to make it look like you need to upgrade your service. Oh, no, he does mean a service. You need to upgrade your service when you don't really need to not of any of the companies I deal with, you know, the only time you run out of space, here's what's happening right now, at least at Libsyn for my chair is again, I don't know where this is coming from, but everybody thinks they have to have video. Well, video files are ginormous compared to an audio file and people keep running out of space. And I will politely say, look, we'll take your video. You have to go upgrade to, to get more space. Or you could just upload it to, you know, YouTube for free, strip the audio out, upload it here. You'll have tons of space, but I've never, that would be no, you know, and especially here's the thing with, um, with stats in theory, if whoever you're playing with is IEB certified, you know, you can't really tweak things to, to be wrong. Cause you'll lose your certification. So my, my guess is, I don't know if you don't want to name them, that's fine, but I'm like, my guess is it's not Libsyn 
Blueberry, Captivate, Buzzsprout, Podbean. It's, you know, Fred's house of hosting or something, or maybe somebody that just got into it. I, I God bless anybody who wants to get into media hosting right now. Cause I'm like, that is a, you know what I mean? It's like, and if you're not doing anything different, it's like, holy cow. But I think my 2024 prediction for Ross brand, you know, Ross mm. always does that end of the year prediction is uh, where I think we're going to lose a few hosting companies in 2024. I, I just, the, I, we, I think we've kind of maxed out the number that can actually be supported in the space. And we're either going to have some go out. I was just at podcasts.com this morning. They're a host provider, been kind of low, low end, been yeah. around a long time. Their site didn't work. <laughs> you kind of, and this is not the first time this has happened, but you kind of wonder, you know, like, uh, you know, eventually these these companies need to make money. So there'll probably be some consolidations. I think for companies that are in the space and making money, now might be the time to start looking at acquiring some of that business from from others pulling it in. I think we'll see a consolidation, and I think some folks will drop out. Yeah, I remember. I want to say it was Pinecast, really nice guy. And he kind of had this weird a la carte version of like, hey, if I just need hosting, if I want stats, it's another buck. If I want this, if I want a tip jar, it's this. So he, he made it like a buffet. Really nice guy. But it's a guy in his basement, like a really nice guy that's a, you know, coder, whatever. And he built this thing and runs it. In, well, I mean, look at, uh, oh, crap, the guy from Maple Grove. Um, Christian, Christian, yeah, Christian yeah, Johnson. That's a guy yeah. that's like it's him and his dad. You know, not mm-hmm. a huge group over there, mm-hmm. as far as I know. So you know, you might end up with a host that's just you know some guy that threw it together. There's um, uh, it's a podcasting 2.0 thing, but they actually have open source script that if you're you know if you want to get your nerd on, you can you know rent a server, throw this code on it, and make your own media host. So, mm-hmm. uh, but it would be, I you know the only and they don't do it on purpose. They they just suck is SoundCloud. SoundCloud stats mm-hmm. are horrible. Uh, and the reason for that is if you Google the phrase buy SoundCloud plays, you can see where you can get a couple thousand for like five bucks, which is why if you're using SoundCloud, who for the record have not implemented things from Apple that were put out in 2017. Think about that for a second. Uh, you know, they, they just, no, no sponsor is going to sponsor a show on, SoundCloud, because you could say, okay, it's, you know, whatever, $25 CPM and then spend $5 to get 3000 stuff. So, uh, well, Randy, if you feel like they're, you know, if they're making things up, right. Move that, that should be your indication not to just say, well, thank you, but no, thank you. Or they're trying to twist the stats to, to get, you know, because there is, listen, the, the, the differentiation of podcast hosts now is will drive, will help you drive listeners to your show. Now, you know, that's what everybody wants, right? And, and they, they struggle to do it on their own and they struggle to figure out ways to get it done. And so if podcast hosts can say, Oh, we, we, if you, if you host with us, we'll get you listeners. That's a big deal, right? Cause that's, that's what people want. So, there's probably a lot of pressure in that space to kind of just, they're not, maybe, maybe they're fudging just a little bit yeah. or taking a little freedom with it or, you know, whatever. So, but if you don't feel comfortable, I think that's a good indication to, to say uh, thanks, but no thanks. And that's the, the one thing that I always, before I try any new media host, the first thing I check is 
do you do 301 redirects and can I do it myself or do I have to contact support? Because that enables you to leave and take your audience with you. Um, so keep that in yeah. mind. The other mm-hmm. thing, speaking of things fudging the numbers, um, I don't know if you saw the the one little image I had here. If we go back here, if if anybody's wondering why does Dave have a picture of himself saying oopsie, um, <laughs> that is, uh, I had a fun, I had a really weird experience this week. So first of all, insert whatever it was. It wasn't pod match. It wasn't podcast guest. It was one of those 8 million places that you, you know, put your name there and people can find you as a guest. So I get a thing like, Hey, would you like to be on our show? We spotlight local businesses. And I'm like, sure. And great. And they're like, great. Uh, we'll have our so-and-so call you and set up a date. I go, you don't have a scheduling link. They're like, Nope. So I'm like, okay. So we, we, he, we scheduled a time to get on the phone so that we could schedule a time. So already I'm like, this is, this is way too heavy. And so the guy calls, Hey, this is the show. And I'm not going to say what the show is for the record. Uh, we do blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. Like, sounds great. I'd love to come talk podcasting about it. Great. Uh, here's your link. It'll be on this day at this time. Uh, we're going to call you. And I go, wait, the interview is going to be over the the phone. And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. Um, Cause I'm thinking, you know, that's like, for me, you put a gun to my head. If somebody has to dial me, yeah. oh, it's, yeah. the, it's the worst. I don't want to hold that thing up to my face. No it, way. It's the audio. It's the worst audio available. So yeah, right on. time and they send me the question. Then it's basically just the who, what, why, when, where of the school of podcasting. And so I'm like, okay, well, like a good guest, I want to go research my guest. So I go to their website and they're kind of a, I don't know what it is really. Their, their screen was different. And as I scroll down, I mean the size of my head, a giant button, top 1.5% of listen notes. And I was like, so in one of the things is like, what do you do? And I'm like, am I going to mention listen notes here? Like, so they, you know, the day comes, they call me, I'm on the phone. They're like, so what do you do? I'm like, oh, well, I help people plan, launch, and grow their podcast. And I said, you know, there's there's a lot of bad information out there, things like ratings and reviews and listen notes uh, things. So I just threw it out there because it's live streamed. So that was fun. And uh, it was five minutes. It was really, and the whole time I'm like, wait, so every episode is just a pitch of another company. I'm like, who's the target audience? It was really weird. And then the phone rings after the interview and they're like, Hey, we just want to say thanks for having you come on the show. And I'm like, great. And the guy was like, how weird was it that you're a guy about podcasting on a podcast? And I'm like, okay, that proves you have no idea. Like you guys did zero research on who I was. And I'm like, yeah, you know, and he's like, well, that's, what's kind of funny. Cause uh, you know, usually we, we, you know, talk to people now and we actually have a service if you would like to, you know, start a podcast and, and uh, you know, we are in the top 1.5% of listen. And I went, hold on, hold hold on. Like you don't quote me the list notes. And I go, you, you do know, I'm like, look, we're both podcast people. Like you do know that's crap. Right. And he's like, why, why, well, why do you say that? I go, go to listen notes. I go, you're competing against every show that ever was. So congratulations. You're beating that show about, you know, whatever the XFL from 2009, you know, I go, there's that. And I said, so either a, you're, you're unaware of that 
I, I said, or, or B, you are aware of that, and you're kind of preying on the uninformed. I go, and that's not very nice to do. I go, I don't want to be a jerk. I go, maybe half a jerk, but I don't want to be a whole jerk. And the guy's like, no, no, no. He goes, well, that's okay. He goes, uh, no, no, that's, uh, I, I get it. He goes, you know, and I go, I'm probably not really your target audience. And he goes, yeah, yeah. And he goes, and really that's subjective. And I go, no, no, it's not subjective. It's <laughs> it's not. I go, look at uh, Apple. I go, they have like 3 million downloads of their app. I go, go look at Listen Notes. There's 4,000 people that are using their Chrome extension. I go, granted, maybe people aren't using the Chrome extension. I go, but that's a really, 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 really small pond. And I go, and you're saying you're a big fish in, and, and you're not explaining that. And, and he was kind of like, okay. He goes, well, really, you're the you're the first person that's called us out on that. And I go, well, you know, I go, I've, I've been telling everybody I know I go, but just, uh, you know, I go really, I don't want to be a jerk. Thanks for having me on, you know, blah, blah, blah. But it was just fun that I, I was like, all right, I gotta, but I thought it was like, so the interesting thing was the whole time I'm like, this is a weird podcast. Cause there were like four people to produce a five minute podcast. And the five minute podcast was just a pitch, which I'm like going, who would listen to this show? Oh, and by the way, the pitch comes via phone quality. So it's, yeah, my show's the school. And I was like, and then when they called back and said, would you like to start a podcast? I'm like, that's, that's what this whole thing is. That's what it is. Is Is that, is your phone call going to end up somewhere? Did it, did they actually produce something that they're going to put? I I will be interested to see. Yes. I, 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 if, I'd if it, ask for the name of the podcast, but it'd give it away. So yeah, we, uh, we won't do that. Um, yeah. So it will be, if yeah. it does, I, I will point it out, but it was just, it was, the whole thing was odd. And yeah. I've, I've run into that before I had, uh, if you've ever seen in Facebook and look, I'm not, look, you do you, right. You do you, but they're like, Hey, our podcast is looking for, you know, small businesses and entrepreneurs looking for exposure. That's who we interview. And I signed up for that. And again, I got a big giant pitch at the end because they think, you know, even though that one, I will give them credit that they knew who I was and they were saying, let's get Dave to say how great podcasting is so that people will then hire us to help them with their podcast. I get that totally. But I've I've just run into that a few times where you're like, wow, this seems like a great fit for me. And I didn't have to do anything. And they really want me on the show. And then you get done and you're like, oh, it's a, it's a pitch too good to be true probably is yeah right? <laughs> so that was that was a fun little yeah. experiment yeah. to yeah. um well those I, i've been getting uh pinged on linkedin a lot more what yeah. folks wanting to follow and then as soon as you connect yeah they're like i want to help you with your podcast and you know i get the sales cycle and i get the you know i get the overcoming objections thing and you know but you know, you're really like, really, no, I, I don't, I'm not interested. Like, and then, or sometimes they'll send you an email. You get this all the time. And if you don't respond to it, you get one automatically four days later, right? Hey, just want to bring this to your top of your inbox. I haven't heard from you. And so I found I actually have to, to get that to stop. You have to say, please remove you from your marketing lists. Yeah. So that you get, you know, so that, it, they actually take you out and then you should probably report them if they don't. Now I don't have any way of tracking those things. So I, I don't know, but seeing a lot of that recently too. That is something that is really getting under my skin. And I'm trying to, um, I'm trying to like be a little more like slow to anger. Right. That's, I mean, I like, it. I like you it. know, people, at least the members of the school of podcasting, they say, wow, you're so patient, but there are things like that. That's what drives me nuts. I had this guy, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. 
would you like to have this person on your show? And he's, he's emailing me on my Akron podcast kind of area. And I was like, well, if that person's from Akron, Ohio, and he has a local business, by all means, if not, you know, please remove me from the list because that's what this show is about. Thanks so much. Blah, blah, blah. Three days later, I thought I'd bring this back up to your attention and you can see my reply. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm trying to be nice, but obviously didn't read my reply. I'm just letting you know, if I get another email from you, I'm clicking the spam button in Gmail. So please remove me from this list. So we'll see what happens. But I was just like, it was so obvious that it's just a robot. It's just an audio. You know, they throw emails into it. Um, Jessica Kufferman had one that was um, just horrible. It was just so obviously, it was like, great show. You're awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Here we go. See if I can find it. Okay, this is it. Hello. I hope this message finds you well. I am reaching out to express my admiration for your incredible podcast. And then in brackets, podcast name. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Yeah. And, oops. and to inquire about the possibility of being a guest speaker on an upcoming episode. I've been an avid listener of your show for some time now, and I truly appreciate the thought provoking discussions and insightful content you consistently deliver. The way you engage with your audience and explore diverse topics is truly inspiring. So it's just one of those like, yeah, obviously. Truly inspiring. Yeah. yeah. They're so inspired by your bracketed podcast yeah, name. <laughs> and my guess is that was probably written by Chat GPT. So oh, probably. Yeah. Um, Coach Dave's ta- LinkedIn, I there's some well, obviously, there's some sort of robot that you can buy for LinkedIn. I've seen them on uh, AppSumo. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the yeah, minute yeah. you you do anything, it's like, bam, and they just start the, you know. But he says, I love all yeah. the LinkedIn in-mail pitches that ask me if I would like to buy a service that my company does. Mm-hmm. And it's probably mm-hmm. displayed on my profile. Uh, and it's just like, yeah. Hey, yeah. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Painter, would you like me to paint something for you? It's like, yeah, that's kind of uh, what uh. I do. Um, or he says, the headhunters that solicit me when I have a we're hiring flag flying in my title profile clearly says that the firm hiring is, is, is my firm. Yeah. So very strange form letters are I, awful. I think I'm going to start sending them back just links to my videos. Like, you know, see if I can get some clicks out of them. Like, you know, Hey, I have an interesting message for you. Maybe that's what I should start doing. It's like, Hey, I have an interesting message for you. And then a YouTube link. That's just to one of my videos. It's just to get them to watch it. Right? Yeah. That kind of thing. Craig says, yeah, get some th- thanks for your email. What exactly did you find inspiring about my podcast? Yeah. That's what <laughs> no, they won't answer. You know, they they answer. won't. Um, I did. I've done that in the past where I'll be like, Oh, here's a video to show you how to, um, connect and get my scheduling and all that other stuff. And it's one of my videos where I'm explaining how, what a bad pitch is and that nine yards. Um, for a while I was saying I only do guest booking through Podmatch and sent them my affiliate link. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, uh-huh. so I was like, all right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, but most of the time I just delete them. They're- I'm going to send them to my hello fresh. <laughs> <laughs> right. Be like, Hey, have you had a good meal lately? And I, I've also done the, wow, your guest sounds like a really amazing person. They should have their own podcast. And I will just, yeah. every spam, I will just knock it back over the net. Yeah. Here's here, you yeah. know, let's schedule a call, uh, blah, you, blah, You got blah. spam for me. I got spam, spam for you. you. <laughs> Head out to my affiliate link at yeah. Tripod Page. I, I have, uh, if I get poked, if I get enough of those in a day, 
So by the end of the day, I'm just like, I've been so close to launching the like bad PR podcast or something and just start calling people out. Hey, today I got this email from Bart over at BartsPRcompany.com, whatever it is. So don't hire Bart. I wouldn't do that. I think we get into liable. Yeah. Yeah. But if I just say, this is what came to me and this is how I felt when I got it. I think I'd be, I'd have to, you know, bring Gordon on to make sure I'm not going to set myself up for, but I just want to scream to the top of the Hills. This guy sucks. She's horrible. (laughs) I just keep trying to think of something where you need links or where you need clicks like to get, you know, uh, where, where you would want them to click on it. To that get, would be fun you know. to, even if nothing else, just to Rick roll them. Like, wouldn't it be fun <laughs> to make a YouTube video? It's like, Hey, thanks so much for your interest in being on my show. And then all of a sudden never going to get you up. It's like, that would be fun. Just, to, oh. I might do that. Do the kids even know what a Rick roll is these days? I Probably mean, not. It's yeah. been so long since we did Rick rolls. Like Rick's had two. He had the original and then he had the Rick roll. Now, you know, I don't know if the kids know that anymore. You know why they might? And this is what's so funny. The Foo Fighters apparently at a sound check started playing that song and they were at some big event and Rick Astley was there and they're like, dude, come up. So if you if you if you go to YouTube, there's there's video that of Rick awesome. and Rick Astley's kind of freaking out because I'm mm-hmm. assuming he's not playing to stadiums these days. I don't know no. what his popularity is in the UK, but yeah, you know, it's been a we're a long way away from whatever it was '86 or whenever that <laughs> song came. It out. was '80 was no '89. I think '89. I don't know. I saw pictures yeah. of Howard Jones yesterday, and I was like, oh, oh. Well, like, Gordon. We just lost Gordon Lightfoot, right? Yeah. Too? Is that, did I get the name right? Yep. Is Gordon name? Lightfoot. Gordon? Okay, Gordon Lightfoot. Yeah. Cause that, that tells you. I was you a- thinking maybe he was the DJ on WKRP in Cincinnati. No. I don't know. Did I get the right? No, Gordon Lightfoot was, if you can read my mind, love. But he also had that really awesome tune that everybody had a great beat and everybody wanted to dance to about the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. And mm. I think about that song and I'm like, that would so not fly. Like no. just because it kind of sounded like a, uh, a sea shanty of some sort, but if you, if you want a fun tale, the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald, I learned that as a guitar player, we turn up all the reverb. It's like, so uh, it turns out DR says that uh, Rick Astley still huge in the UK. Huge. Huge. So, all right, well, we got uh, a few minutes left. Let's, let's tangle this one. I'm thinking of starting a solo sports podcast and I need some feedback. I recently decided I'd like to start a solo sports podcast. I've wanted a podcast for years, but it's been hard to try and find someone else to be a co-host due to my work hours. Uh, I don't work a nine to five. I work weekends and some evenings. I'm a female sports writer in a major metro area. I've been doing this for about five years. So I'm assuming five years of being a female sports writer. Okay. Uh, I cover a few different teams and a couple of different sports. I'd like to do a short 10 to 20 minutes. To me, 20 minutes is not short unless you're mm-hmm. comparing yourself to Joe Rogan. Uh, I do a short 10 to 20 minute podcast daily or maybe every other day uh, is what she's looking at. I'm not looking to make money or get rich, but it'd be another way to get my voice out there. So I missed that the first time I read it. That 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 makes a difference. I'm knowledgeable about the teams I cover. So there's no shortage of topics. I just don't want to be talking about the same stuff that every other sports writer is talking about. And I don't want to do this shock jock antagonistic shtick that most sports radios guys do these days. 
which is great fun. They just come in. They're like, oh, hey, Steve, here you go. Um, here's your script. You hate LeBron. And Jenny, here's your script. You love LeBron. And it, they just, and go. And they just argue. I'm like, really? People pay money for this? Uh, she says, mm-hmm. I just don't know how to make my podcast stand apart. I thought about maybe doing a segment where I spend a minute or two talking about a random athlete who played for any of the local teams, not a superstar, more likely a guy that people have forgotten about, or maybe doing a weekly segment reviewing a sports movie. Any suggestions and tips are welcome. And so my original thing, because I didn't see the part where she's like, I'd like to get my voice out there, was flip it. Instead of talking about major teams, why not cover the hyper cover the high school team or if there's a oh man uh, uh subs what, is it nick nick super yeah nick Suberling. nick did yeah. a uh, podcast about a minor league soccer team and what ended up happening is you have a smaller audience because again minor league soccer um but the people that found it are like oh my gosh this is about my team Whereas if you do a show, like she says, I want to try not to sound like every other sports person. When you do that, and I have no, I have nothing to base this on, but I I know a few people that have come to me with sports podcasts and they're like, I need to grow this. And they're just, in in some cases, they're even talking about what they saw on ESPN. And I'm like, man, that's a rough gig because you're up against the mouse and all of their power and things like that. So I would think that you might end up with the same size audience, but more engaged because you're talking about things that you can't get other places versus I'm talking about what everybody else talks about. And I have a small audience, but in reality, how engaged are they going to be? Maybe, you know, they, they come for the host. I don't know. What are your thoughts, Jim? I, uh, I create the podcast about positive things that team, the team or the players on the team do. And in that way you get to, you can maybe get team interviews, but focus on like, Hey, what are they doing in the community or what are some great things that are, you know, happening? It's, it'd be tough to get going, but once you get a few of those in the can, then the, the other teammates are like, Oh, Hey, I would, he was on, you know, Travis yeah. Kelsey was on that one. Now Patrick Mahomes is like, well, I've got to be on it. Right. So you can, I think, uh, that's, you got to get past the imposter syndrome on some of those when you're interviewing really famous people, you yeah. do a few and you're like, Oh man, I don't know. But I, I think a great idea would be get some positive stuff out there and, and really highlight the great stuff they're doing in the community. I like that idea. Cause they do. And you see it every now and then they'll be like, you know, the Arizona Cardinals handed out oh. turkeys at Thanksgiving. You're like, yeah, but there's other things. Cause they, uh, there's the whole, uh, Walter Payton award. And yeah. part of that is like the man of the year. And part of it is the stuff they do outside of football. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and they all do great stuff. I, mean, I should say they all do. Many of them do great stuff, right? It, I'm not sure that sentence made sense, but they're doing great things out there. So, you know, it, and if you can't go right for the major leagues or the whatever, right. whatever it is, start with some local teams. Like they're all looking for some kind of PR. And so meet with the minor league or whatever, whatever it is in your jurisdiction and say, you know, Hey, I, I'm just reach out to the team PR and say, Hey, I've got this podcast and I'm looking at highlight some of the great things that your players do in our community. They're, you know, they might look, they might ask for some examples. So you, you got to right. have some things ready. Right. But, but maybe a great way to start. 
Yeah. Uh, Coach Dave says a smaller audience because, well, soccer has 3.5 billion fans. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. Uh, American football has 40 million fans. My, yeah. my favorite line in there, though, is I'm not looking to be famous. No, you are. Our, stop. Podcasters, yeah. stop saying that line. I just want to do it for fun. But if I only get 10 downloads, it's not. This isn't fun. You know, you're like. Look, we're we're all in this for downloads, right? We're all in this for some significant moments. We're all in this because we want to reach people. So stop saying that. Yeah. You got to know your why. And I don't know if if somebody said, well, I'm starting a podcast and my primary goal is to make money at this. Like, I don't know that anybody is going to like throw things at you. No. If you then say, no, I know it's going to take years and, you know, but that's the goal. Like, oh, okay, well. Good on you. At least you know. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. Have fun. You know, maybe you'll be successful or maybe you'll do those shady things like the, right. like we talked about earlier where you do a five minute podcast and then call yeah. the person back to sell them on something. Yeah. Craig says, I'm in it for the engagement, not the downloads. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, well, sort of. Yeah. But engagement's numbers still, we're, we're still in it for something, right? And so engagement's still a number of sort, right? It's just a different kind of number. I mean, I I, I personally think engagement's harder to get than downloads. Yeah. And so like that's even a smaller subset of it, right? And you, but we're all in this for something. Yeah. You know. And sometimes it's multiple things. I mean, yeah. I'm in it for the money. I'm in it for when I really help somebody. I I had fun at Lips, and they now let me do occasional coaching, and I had a day just back to back to back to back to back coaching. And three of the, my last three people were above the age of 70. And that was so much fun. The guy at the end, man, he's like, man, he goes, I feel empowered. And I was like, it just like put so much gas in my tank. I was like, yes, that was so much fun. Can I do this every day? I don't want to do tickets anymore. I just want to coach 24 seven, but it was so much fun. And those, especially those guys, they're 70, their kids are off either raising their own kids or what they have a ton of knowledge in their head. And they're like, they, if the one guy was retired, he's like, I need something to do. He goes, I need a hobby. And he goes, my golf game's hideous. So I want to start a podcast. So, um, you know, you kind of do what you, you want to do. Coach, yeah, yeah. coach Dave says there's so many angles to, to do with a sports podcast. Yep. That's right. His angle was use sports for life lessons. It creates. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It started as a way to shrink the FAQ in my inbox. That's the president of a nonprofit. Excellent. So, well, um, holy cow, that went quick today. Uh, Jim, what is coming up on uh, the average guy t- dot TV? I can't yeah, Jay, that's all right. Jay Franzi from Franzi and Friends uh, is on, and he asked the question, hey, I want to build a fire pit in my mm. backyard. And so, uh, yeah, there's some mechanics to that, but we talk about all the technology things you can add into Keep a talking. fire pit. Yeah, 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 yeah. We talk about all the technology things that you can build, you know, Bluetooth speakers or lighting, or uh, we talk about, you know, how to get like remote power out there. Do you, do you install solar with a battery? Do you run power to it? Can you put an app on your phone to turn the lights on and off? So all those things we cover on the, and I already posted it, head out to homegadgetgeeks.com. Yeah, this, if you want a fire pit, here it is. Oh, what do we, what do we see in there? You, you, you throw, oh, a, yeah. throw a little 90 proof uh rubbing alcohol yeah it's it's, it's and it, they For call like it, a second watch your eyebrows it's about <laughs> no it's about 45 minutes okay. um oh but it's it's an indoor outdoor and when i saw the word indoor i was like that's not a good idea 
Because it, I mean, literally no. the flames no. shoot out of this thing, like no. up to its. Uh, yeah. So, for the pyro, for the for 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 the sun that's the pyro, it's the indoor. <laughs> well, Solo Stove makes a version, a really small version now. I think they're seventy nine dollars or whatever, and you can little bit of wood and you roast your marshmallow. Don't do it in the house, friends. Yeah, this is for outside. That's this whole thing. Outside, you can do outside. schmores inside. I'm like, that's a bad outside. idea. Yeah, so, no, right on, right on. Excellent. At the School of Podcasting, I'll be helping you plan, launch, and grow your podcast as always. So uh, thanks to the chat room. Thanks to Mark at podcastbranding.co. Dan at Based on a True Story Podcast. And, um, and you for listening. Tell a friend, would you? And become an awesome supporter. So we'll see you next week. Take care, everybody. Oh, yes. Like and subscribe and ring the bell and rate and review, all that fun stuff. 